Why isn't there an African version of Google? An African version of Facebook, an African version of Twitter. We need to have our own internet giants as Africans to articulate our own issues because we can't just rely on all these big tech platforms to rely on the deepest issues that encumber Africa. China has Baidu.com in place of Google, it has Weibo and WeChat in, in, place of Google, in, in place of Facebook and Twitter. Of course one could say that it's because China needs to spy but also because China understands in this era colonialism is now in the digital format and we just need as Africans to have our own digital uh, platforms to prevent this digital colonialism and it's just so easy we just firewall these websites and i'm sure there are african versions of these websites only that they are underappreciated they are not supported and people don't want to use them so we really could have enough social networking websites that are african owned african based and that articulate our issues so that because in you know, right now the big tech platforms are what we call fact checking and sometimes when you say things that they don't like these so-called fact, fact checkers uh, just block you or remove you from the platform as they did to donald trump and now he's saying he will be launching his own social media platform so we need these platforms that are african based that are owned by Africans so that we can enrich the conversation about Africa and also so that we can enrich our own. Let me tell you about an incident when I was a student at NJCAD pursuing, pursuing mechanical engineering. There was a student, a computer science student that developed a software for, for tuition fees management. But when he took it to the university, the university rejected it. And the university opted for a 10 times more expensive software just because it's foreign sourced. So that's our problem. We think that anything that's made out of Africa is better than what's made in Africa. But we have these African engineers working in the Google, Facebooks, and Twitters of this world. So why don't we give them the platform, the necessary resources so that they can build these tools at home? We will first of all have enriched the conversation, African-owned conversation, and then we will create millions of jobs from our own people. Do you know right now, there are people that contribute to Google, Facebook, Twitter, have blogs, have successful Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts, that have hundreds of thousands of likes and followers. And yet they can't even afford data bundle. So this is the new form of uh, serfdom we are talking about. In medieval Europe, they were the landlords and then everyone else worked for free. So this is the business model of these tech platforms. They call it the user-generated content. But what if this user-generated content is the ones that's bringing um, them revenues by the billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars. So that's what we need. We need to create a platform where our content creators can benefit 
and so that calls for African-owned platforms and African-owned solutions. So I've addressed these ideas in my book that is The New Africa Rising. That is The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabendo Kango. It's available on Amazon.com. Just copy and paste the link above. It's above on this episode. I've just uh, attached that link. It starts with HTTPS. So that copy that link that starts with HTTPS. Copy it into your browser and you'll get to read the first 20 pages of the book for free. And then if you like the book, you can purchase it for only $4.99. So the link starts with HTTPS. It's at the top uh, of this episode, just under the name of BindFM. So copy that link into your browser and then you can read the first 20 pages of my book, The New Africa Rising. In the book, I basically address how Africa can move from the periphery of world affairs to the front and center. And I call Africa the 1% continent, where it contributes just 1% to the global economic output, even though it's the back-end factory of the world. All the raw materials, the natural resources are derived from Africa, and yet Africa is rich in potential, but its people are the poorest. So these are the dynamics I'm addressing in my book. And so I just propose that we move from uh, selling raw materials to high-end finished products. Because Africa needs to grow from a per capita of 1500 to per capita of $100,000 within these 25 years. And it's not an achievable task. I know you are saying I'm a dreamer, I'm a lofty idealist, I'm an ivory tower. Uh, idealist but even if you ascribe those uh, values to me I remain true that Africa can and will develop so rapidly that it will lead the world and be a force for good thank you so just get that book uh, the new Africa rising on amazon.com I've attached the link at the top it starts with https copy that to the web browser and read the first 20 pages for free. Thank you.